In episode 13 of the Remax Camrose podcast, Lucas Bannock and Michelle Majeski talk multiple offer situations. Hi there, this is Michelle. Michelle Majeski, I'm Lucas Bannock. Nice to meet you. Oh, Lucas, you're the best. Uh, we're going to talk multiple offer situations. These are it, It's an exciting time in real estate when you get multiple offers, but it's also very stressful. Oh, Lucas, multiple offer situations can be complicated, especially for the seller and their real estate representative. Yeah, like you, you just never, especially when you're getting a multiple offer um, from the same representative on something that you represent or you represent the buyer and you got two other sellers or two buyers who are offering stuff too. That's a lot of representing going on. Representing, (laughs) You you want to make sure your bases are covered. Yeah. Well, you know, you spend a lot of time uh, looking for the right home, something that meets your needs in the right location, something that speaks to you. Mm -hmm. So it's time to write that offer only to find out now you're competing against somebody else more than just you. Somebody else is, uh, that home is calling to somebody else. Right. So um, what do you do? Like, I'll tell you what you do, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You put your best foot forward, Michelle. Absolutely. Putting your best foot forward uh, is what you need to do. But it's, it also can't be overlooked um, to have this conversation with your real estate agent as a seller before this ever comes up. So you know how you want to handle the the multiple offer situation if it should arise yeah so yeah we'll talk about the seller side here we'll talk about the buyer side in a in a couple of minutes here but yeah as a seller it's got to be pretty exciting you've you've had your house listed you've had some viewings and now you've got more than one could be two could be three could be four offers coming your way how do you react as a as a seller well as a seller you have options aside Um, from the happy dance (laughs) yeah uh you know, you have to have this conversation with your seller because they might not want you to disclose the fact to other interested parties that there already is or there already are offers in play mm-hmm. um, because that might discourage somebody from writing their offer. Not everybody wants to get caught up in a bidding war yeah. or, a, or a fighting match over, uh, over a home. So they have options. Um, so if they instruct you to say... Um, yes, there is other offers uh, on the table, then that's what you do. And um, because as a seller's real estate agent, you are obligated to immediately inform the seller of every offer that is submitted on their property. And that's and that's one of the things that I, I've run into in my career is it doesn't matter if you've got a, a $500,000 property and somebody can, comes and offers $1,000 for the property, you still have to tell your seller. Oh yeah, you you are uh, obligated to to uh, tell them about every offer that exists. So uh, you, it's not up to you to make that decision whether it's worthy or not. It's always up to your seller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a seller, you see your your agent comes. They say, Michelle, we've got a multiple offer situation. How would you like to uh, to handle this? Because there are many different ways that you can handle it. Oh, uh, there sure are. Um, your job really is to make a seller aware of different scenarios that can happen. Other buyers may dis- may choose to revoke their offer as soon as they find out there is competitive pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would recommend that a seller review every offer before making a decision and attempt to have uh, all of the offers presented within the same time frame. Yes. So it's important to discuss advantages and disadvantages um, of allowing one agent to present the offer 
or the other buyer's agents, they may want to present on behalf of their buyer. Yes. With, of course, the seller agent present. So there are um, worksheets available to help you work through and to decide which offer is the best for you. So um, you have options as a seller. One option is to accept one offer and reject the others. Yes. You can also accept one offer and have another as a backup offer. That's right. Subject to the collapse of offer number one. Exactly. You can counter one offer, come to an agreement, and just like we said, Lucas, um, ask the runner-up mm-hmm. if they're interested in a backup position. Yeah. It's always good to have a backup plan, especially, you know, in every situation. But if, if you're lucky enough as a seller to have a backup plan, it's always nice to have. Oh, definitely. You know, some buyers may be reluctant to have, uh, be in that backup position Mm -hmm. and they may choose to move on to other properties, but sometimes that isn't the case and they're quite happy to sit in that backup position and uh, wait to see if that first offer collapses. Uh, So now let's look at it from a uh, a buyer's perspective for a quick second. And I jumped the gun and I said, you want to have your best foot forward as a buyer, which is true. If, if you, um, submit an offer in a competing offer situation, you want to make sure that you have that best foot forward, that you're at that price where you're willing to essentially lose the house. Uh, That's right. You talk to your agent, you look at the comparable sales data, you do your homework, you do your due diligence, and you, you have a heart to heart with yourself and you say, self, what am I willing to walk away from this property for? What is that number? And that's what you go in with. Absolutely. Just, and that, that's your best foot forward moment. That's your, uh, your, your TSN turning point moment. Yeah, it's go big or go home. <laughs> um, so, you know, you have to feel good about it. Nobody wants to overpay you're the only one that can decide. Yeah. yeah, You have to be, and, and I think you hit the nail on the head there, Michelle. You have to be comfortable with the offer, and, and you have to be in a situation. If you, if there's a property that is $15,000 above where your uh, pre-approval is, but you really love that property, it might be best just to walk away. Oh, yeah. Then, then it's out of your reach. Yeah. There's, you know, it's, it's great that, that it's something you like. But unfortunately, that negotiation, that, that there's that gap there. Yeah. Be realistic. Um, you know, have all of your, uh, your ducks in a row going into to writing these offers. Get pre-approved and know, know your budget. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a big, big point. Knowing your budget, knowing how much you want to spend on a property. Um, Michelle, I think to, uh, to wrap things up, let's revert back to the seller side. How is... Uh, is it best for a seller to decide on which offer they should accept uh, in a multiple offer situation? Of course, we love lists. You want to make lists to figure things out. Oh, yeah. I have a nice worksheet that I use, Lucas. Uh, you've probably used it yourself. It has things um, laid out quite nicely to compare the contracts or to compare the offers. And what's the big thing, Lucas? The, the, the big thing, of course, is price. Right. Everybody uh, likes the highest price Usually. Yeah. But there are situations where, you know, somebody might come in and say, hey, I've got the best price, but I don't want to take possession of your home for 120 days. Well, there's another offer that says, yeah, I'm a, maybe a $6,000 lower, but I want it in 30 days. 
right? All of these things uh, are on the worksheet. Price, possession date, what's included in the purchase price. Other conditions. What's excluded in the purchase price. And... um, and so you compare these things. Some people want more time to move out. Some people want to move in right away. And uh, you mentioned earlier, Lucas, if you have a clean offer, no conditions, they're paying cash, sometimes um, that's a attract- little more attractive for less money. Absolutely. Yeah, you just never know. Every situation, every scenario is different when it comes to multiple offers, which is why we encourage people to use real estate agents. That's right, because your agent is looking out for you. You go with those who know at REMAX, and we always have a great support team uh, with our local broker to help us with any questions or any concerns that may arise. Absolutely, Michelle. So if you're thinking about listing or thinking about buying, give your local REMAX agent a call at 672-7474. That's right, 672-7474. Just know. I'm gonna make this place your home